breakfast. So, uh, hand sanitizer has become a, a part of everyday life since the advent of COVID-19. And we're joined now by Dr. Francois Olifier, the Chief Medical Officer of Hand Sanitizer and Biosecurity Product Manufacturer, Envirospect. Dr. Olifier, Guiamora. Guiamora, good morning. Well, we know that there's been many a case of charlatans, of con men, trying to hawk a uh, hand sanitizer that uh, contains nothing more than a little bit of lemon juice and uh, uh, maybe some soap. But what are the things that we need to keep in mind when we are buying our hand sanitizer? What do we need to know that are the constituents, the ingredients that go into that little bottle that's protecting our uh, ourselves and our family? Yeah, Nicholas, good morning. Thank you. I think we have we have developed the so-called COVID-19 economy in the world. And South Africa is... It's no different. It's almost like a war, uh, a war economy that we've seen in the Second World War. But um, the guys at at, at Hidiotech Group and Lofeld Acrochem has has really gone out of their way to develop a product that is world standard according to WHO. Fortunately, we've got the guidance of WHO, the World Health Organization, and we are got the guidance of the FDA. The uh, that is also uh, guiding us regarding the the ingredients that is essential. And there's two types of, of alcohols that is uh, the basis of the product. The one is the normal sugar alcohol or ethyl alcohol, and the other one is more petrochemical one, the, the isopropyl alcohol, which must be at least a 60% and then some support stuff to help the skin, because the skin is really battling to keep up with this constant use of of the alcohol, which is a dehydrating effect. You develop skin cracks. And as you might be aware, the whole immune system of the body starts at the skin. The skin is a very, very important uh, level of protection. Um, and if there's cracks or small little cuticle issues in the skin, then the absorption of bacteria and viruses are just much more enhanced um, through a skin that has been not being able to sustain itself. So essentially you're painting a picture for us here where alcohol is key in a hand sanitizer, but some alcohols are more key than others uh, with some variants of uh, of alcohol uh, being very, very harmful, not only to our skin, but to our health? Absolutely. The third type of alcohol that is commercially available is, is spirits or methanol. And methanol is a different kettle of fish. It's something that metabolizes into formic acid or formaldehyde, and that is extremely toxic for the body. It can cause blindness. It can cause brain damage. It if you ingest it, it can cause uh, death, uh, something, an, an amount of 10 to 20 to 30 mil, millimeters of, 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 uh, of, yeah, uh, of that kind of product can really be extremely damaging to the body with organ failure, etc. And unfortunately, there's not proper control at this point in time regarding what kind of uh, alcohol is 100% prescribed in the, or, or there's no policing as such. And I think the, there could be cases where methanol specifically is slipping through. I was in a shop yesterday and there's no 
there's no branding, there's no um, ingredients on the on the label in the bottle. It, it just states hand sanitizer, and the lady at the door is praying left, right, and center. So, uh, with nobody really knows whether it's effective or not. Let's take a step back here, Dr. Olifier, and remind ourselves that hand sanitizer was not necessarily, um, it wasn't come up with for, for excessive use, right? It wasn't necessarily envisaged as something that we'd be using almost 24-7 as we're seeing people use now in the advent of COVID-19. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the history of of uh, flu pandemics and the big, big one, of course, in 1918, the Spanish flu, when 40 to 50 million people perished, according to the to, according to the stats, and that was a two-year period, and they didn't have hand sanitizer. They washed their hands and they kept social distancing, and that is uh, that uh, the method that they used. So. Washing of hands for at least 20 seconds with a good soap and a proper, proper wash is absolutely essential. And, uh, but washing of hands is not, or to wash your hands is not always easily available. There's no water or there's no soap. And therefore the hand sanitizer as a third defense mechanism has been introduced. And with the alcohol based, it's very effective against viruses. No doubt that it has a super effect against viruses, but uh, bacteria, of course, it it hasn't got an effect. But we are not fighting bacteria at the moment. Bacteria is part of our life and we're fighting this specific virus. And therefore, this virus, we need a good hand sanitizer. And Envirospec guys has done a, a fantastic job to put a product together um, to to really help us in the fight against the virus. You cannot, in this day and age, go without a hand sanitizer, but please make sure you use a proper product. Read the label. It is important that you must know what you're using and you must make sure that there's no methanol in the mix. And the best way is to have it tested. If you're a big commercial guy like the retail outlets or a big user, please have your hand sanitizer tested at a, at one of the accredited testing labs uh, and just ask for methanol. It's simple. And if there's methanol in it, don't use. It is toxic to the, to the, to the body. Uh, you are obliged by law in the USA to, if it's more than 4% methanol, to put on the label poison. Now, that is serious stuff, and we're not there in South Africa. I'm sure there's a lot of the products that contains this toxin, and we will only see the result of blindness and blurred vision and mental issues and organ issues later on. It's not an immediate effect. It's later on because the skin absorption of methanol is is slower um, it's not a little bit today and tomorrow you're blind, not at all. It goes over weeks and months, longer period of time, but we must be very careful and make sure we use an excellent and a quality product. Well, Dr. Olivier, I'm, I'm quite relieved that government is, is returning the sale of alcohol to some sort of level as of uh, the 1st of June, uh, with some people suggesting that uh, – uh, there could be a consumption of hand sanitizer in the not too distant future if government didn't ease the restrictions. But be that as it may, never mind about buying 
um, hand sanitizer that's hawked off the street that we don't know what the ingredients in there are. If I am making my own home sanitizer, what are the things that I should keep in mind? What are the things that should go into my hand sanitizer? For instance, I heard a story about uh, someone making hand sanitizer with, with acetone, which I should imagine, you know, continued use of is going to be very damaging to your skin. Absolutely. You've got to protect your skin in the process. And therefore, we all would, would benefit from using a, a good hand cream as well, specifically before you go to bed. But uh, I think the, the hand sanitizer industry has developed so rapidly and so aggressively that it's not really necessary to try and do something at home. It's available in, in so many retail outlets. But please make sure that the quality is a good one. And the own mix, there's no simple remedy for own mix, two drops here, three drops there. Acetone, I would definitely not recommend. Spirits, I would definitely not. It's out, it's, it's out uh, to use a spirits or a methanol base. Uh, and just a little bit of, like when you started the conversation, like uh, lemon juice and a bit of soap, uh, the, the soap, the soap and washing with that is good. The lemon juice in that is not bad, but it's not the real effect. It hasn't been properly tested to say yes, it's a proper antiviral with a 60% alcohol, uh, ethanol or isopropyl alcohol. One of those two. That's the the worldwide accepted uh, alcohols to be used. Only those two, as far as the alcohol is concerned. But a bit of glycerol. A glycerine to, to protect the skin, and then of course some peroxide, H2O2, is the other one that is a common factor in, in quite a number of the, um, the, the hand sanitizer, also recommended by the WHO, and that is more to kill spores in the bottle because a bacteria can still grow in an in a, in a alcohol base and therefore some additional chemicals is needed. I wouldn't recommend a home brew. Uh, I think uh, stick to a good commercial one, make sure that you, that you do uh, read the labels and make sure that the alcohol content is at least 60%. In our case, we have uh, made use of an 80% alcohol content. So it's even better as far as the viral effect is concerned, the higher the alcohol contents. Dr. Francois Olufier, Chief Medical Officer at the Hand Sanitizer and Biosecurity Products Maker Envirospec. Thanks very much for your insights and early breakfast there. If you are going to be buying that hand sanitizer and don't think that it's no longer an, an essential item anymore, even though we're moving to level three lockdown restrictions, make sure that it's at least a 60% alcohol content. Uh, that it's at least got uh, alcohol in it uh, and that there's a 60% content and look for things like glycerine, peroxide, as well as a touch of lemon juice.